guys welcome to episode three of alive present and strong i'm joined with a very special guest today <laughs> my fiance and flatmate slash roomie izzy george <laughs> hi is hi welcome onto the show thank you privilege that you took the time out of your day and traveled all the way from uh the master bedroom into the living room <laughs> cleared my schedule <laughs> we haven't got a master bedroom by the way our flat's about 800 square feet so <laughs> very minimal travel time five but, um, steps here yeah look guys i just thought episode three would be nice to get a uh, bit of a change of voice and to get izzy on the show as well um this is very relatable as well in terms of what we're going to be talking about today which is accountability so we're going to run you through three stages of accountability as such how to remain accountable as an as an individual and then it progresses on how to remain accountable in a collective environment, so whether or not that um, is towards a partner or if you're in a relationship and then your wider audience or your wider friendship circle as well. So let's go and let's just talk about the word accountability. I want to ask is this, is what do you think accountability means to you specifically? Mm. Well, my, my idea of accountability has changed a little bit because I'm... I'll be honest, I am terrible at keeping myself accountable. I have been terrible. Yeah. Um, and recently in the last kind of year or two, um, well, funnily enough, since meeting you really, um, but we'll go into that later. Guilty. Um, <laughs> um, I've kind of, I've realised that it just means checking in on yourself. Yeah. For me, that's kind of, um, yeah, upholding standards for Upholding yourself. standards yeah. is something that I would, I would probably phrase it yeah so for me i would probably say that accountability is probably upholding a certain amount of standard values you know ethics morals whatever you want to call it it's essentially setting the tone for you isn't mm. it when you are accountable you are accountable for the things that you believe in and want to practice in and essentially you know you know elements that will drive you forwards in your pursuit of whatever that is mm. so it could be individually it could be emotionally spiritually career-wise friendship-wise but ultimately i feel like we all need to have a certain level of accountability if we want to progress yeah so it is funny the way you say that when you met me that kind of changed a little bit um and it's weird because i've i would say that i've been accountable from a very young age in the sense that i've almost forced or i have had it forced upon me to be accountable from a like a very young age in the sense that I effectively had power taken away from me from a very young age and not in like a negative way but when I lived away from home and I went to boarding school I was accountable to someone else does that make sense so I always kind of lived my life around a clock I had to show up at a certain time it was very regimented and not to say that if you lived away from home or you didn't have those kind of rules and regulations in place as a youngster, you weren't accountable. But my version of developing my accountability effectively lay in the fact that I surrendered my power to someone else from a very young age. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, you can be accountable from a young age by having the motivation and the discipline to just be very self-motivated and to have a certain kind of level of expectation. And the more you practice that, I feel, the more you are accountable to those values mm. that will eventually align with yourself. Mm. Yeah. I'm kind of grateful for the fact that I surrendered my my power, shall we call it, from a young age, because I don't think as a youngster, as a 13, 14 year old, and then moving into university, I probably would have had the motivation to be accountable 
And I would say that when I went to university, I regressed a little bit because I had those rules and regulations taken away from me. And I was always like, well, I can do what the fuck I want now. Mm. So I kind of regressed a little bit. And then as you progress into an adult, you know, you suddenly have those, um, what should we call it? I don't want to say kind of adult worries, but almost those responsibilities where work, play, keeping up with your health, your fitness. And then as your relationships grow, you begin to find that again. If that makes sense. Anyway, let's go back to the topic and staying accountable. I feel like accountability, let's call it accountability, motivation, anything. Um, it's such a interesting topic in allowing people to remain motivated and sane and somewhat switched on. So talk to me about how it changed for you when maybe you met me mm. or now what accountability means to you moving forward. Let's bring it right the way back to the current situation. Now that in, you know, you're in your job, you're settled, you know, whatever it is, how do you, how do you, how do you remain accountable as an individual? So I think now I think about accountability as doing, making sure you do something every day that serves your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason I struggled before was because I maybe didn't know my purpose as well as I do now. Um, now that, that might be like, I guess your career for a lot of people might be their purpose or your, you know, your family or your, you know, relationship or, um, whatever it is that's kind of, you know, that you feel like is your reason to be here. Um, and I guess the more I found that now, I'd say mostly, you know, with my job, with my relationship, um, I know every day now it's, I wake up and I think, right, what steps do I need to take to better the situation that I'm in or to, to reach that next level of where I am now. Interesting. Talk us through it then. So like in terms of a routine for you or what like a day looks like or the elements that kind of feed into the accountability. So everyone knows you're obviously a trainer. Um, You know, your purpose is effectively to motivate people physically and mentally. You know, you, you can contribute to developing people in such a positive way inside the Red Room and also outside of the Red Room, but talk us through the elements which feed you and your accountability. So what would you do? Um, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I suppose it's changed slightly given the current situation, but I I mean, yeah, I think the principles stand the same. Um, the whole, you know, wanting to offer people something that's gonna posit- positively impact their day, make them feel better, maybe educate a few people along the way, but I feel like in order to offer that, um, you need to be practicing what you preach and doing it yourself. So what is it you practice? Um, so I practice um, mindfulness. I practice you know, taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, um, which again with, you know, with the kind of the mindfulness and the mental state, again, that's, only, that's been quite a recent development for me. Um, and I feel like now I, I, can, I can definitely practice what I preach a lot better in terms of looking after myself so that I can almost like honestly project a version of myself that I want to to everybody else and be like, okay, well, I do this. So, mm-hmm. so if you guys do it too, you're going to feel good, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like it's worth highlighting that accountability is such a very general kind of broad topic but we're not talking about things that 
are going to reinvent the wheel here. These are very simple elements and things that you can practice just to, you know, exactly like we say, it kind of feeds into that purpose. What is your purpose? What is your why? How can you contribute to that? But at the same time, in order for you to make a contribution, you need to work on yourself first. So exactly how you say all those things which we practice nowadays as like a trainer, as a fitness coach, whatever we are, we want to maintain ourselves physically and mentally and emotionally. So when we can help others, we're accountable because I practice these things. If I was overweight, if I was not training, if I used to, if I was drinking four or five times a week, if I was in a complete shit headspace, I'm not being accountable to myself. Mm. So mm. if I'm not being accountable to myself, then I can't be accountable to others. So these small things which we can implement and practice that's gonna uphold a certain standard, which then feeds into like we say, the you know, the values and the morals and everything else that goes along with this word accountability. It's effectively just having a standard of yourself. Who do you want to be? Why do you want to be that person? And what are the steps you're taking? And what are the things you're incorporating to allow you to get from A to B and then also to maybe help others as well? Mm. Let's talk about accountability as collective, all right? Because this is very funny because this is then when we start to intertwine individual accountability to collective accountability as well. Now, I think we've got a certain, um, we, we've got our strengths and I don't, I don't want to even say weaknesses. We've got things which we could work on. So, you know, you're in a relationship or it could be a friendship or it could be whatever, someone you're close to. And being accountable to someone else is not, again, surrendering yourself to someone else. It's almost feeding off each other isn't it mm. essentially with what we've worked out and the way that we've excelled as a duo i feel that by being completely open and vulnerable to you i've been able to be accountable to you by allowing myself to feed off your strengths and vice versa you feed off my strengths if that makes sense sure. yeah? yeah let's go into that a little bit more i'd say i'm very I don't want to say organized, but like I'm very regimented, aren't I? So like yeah. I, you know, I have a set structure. I'm very rigid, um, you know, and you're very, I wouldn't say relaxed, but you're almost like kind of what will be, will be. Oh yeah, I'm oh, well, I'm much more relaxed than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in the sense, just something as simple as that. So the way me and his work, guys, is like, I almost give her a kick up the ass when I feel like she needs to, you know, almost like be a little bit more proactive. Do you Sometimes know what I mean? Sometimes I am a little bit horizontal. Yeah. Um, but in the same, at the same time, I level you out when I feel like you're being a little bit too uptight. Well, this is the thing, uptight. because I'm so on the whole time and my mind is moving at a thousand miles an hour, you you help me rein it in. Mm. And it's so important to recognize these qualities and these aspects about how you can feed yourself into one another and feed off each other. Because I feel like a lot of the time in relationships is you find one another's weakness and you manipulate that. So it's like, rather than feeding off each other in a weak you know, aspect, you're trying to feed off each other by positively, by positively incorporating each other's strengths to grow as a unit. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And I would say that we've managed to find a balance with that, you know, like really well, which is essentially why when I met you, I was probably a lost little soul. It didn't really have much happening. And we've, we've somewhat been able to grow as a duo, as a couple in a relationship, you know, 
and we've been able to thrive not only individually but kind of collectively as well yeah yeah i think it's tempting i mean not that we are like a model couple this is not us sitting here going this is how you should do it but it can be tempting to go into a bit of a power play i think and be like well i you know um i've got all the strengths and you've got all the weaknesses and that's that kind of thing i think it's uh, it's important to to try and like uplift each other like give them credit where credit's due but also give each other a kick up the ass when you know they're slacking or they're not fulfilling their own potential yeah and that's such an interesting point you just made like give each other a kick up the ass it's so important to recognize what each other's strengths and weaknesses are so when you remain accountable you know what we were talking about earlier on our uh, walk and we were saying that sometimes when you know for example the other person is feeling a bit you know almost um you know maybe not in the right headspace or they they might be lacking motivation or they might be having a few days where they're not feeling 100 percent. if mm. you recognize that you can help them so you're still making them accountable mm. you're still keeping them accountable but you're 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 trying to help them in the right way but mm. then it reaches that point in time where i feel like if you need to call them out if you need to keep them honest and there's nothing wrong in that but it's about delivering it and saying it in the right way as well not again manipulating mm. them so it's like you know what i mean i feel like a lot of the time that we can that we can expose each other whether it's friendships whether it's relationships for the wrong reasons whereas if it's honest confrontation then it can be very powerful mm. in allowing you to be very vulnerable with each other but also just you know see each other for who you are work on your strengths work on your weaknesses mm. and grow if that makes sense and it's having that trust as well to know that when someone's being that honest with you about you know if, if they know you're not that you know then you're not staying accountable mm -hmm. it's having that trust between you to know that they're not just attacking you they're not they're not just coming for you for the lols they're like they're they're trying to they're almost help trying you. to help you yeah. this is the thing a lot of the time when people you know offer people constructive criticism or they try and help them it's under they almost feel like they're it's they're coming under attack yeah and it could be a mixture of insecurity it could be a mixture of like the victim mentality but ultimately mm. it comes down to communication you know you need to be very open-minded and you need to trust so those are almost like the three values i almost think that mm. forge a successful relationship again in not even a relationship but a friendship you know communication vulnerability and trust is so mm -hmm. important so we've talked about individual accountability we're talking about having a set of standards that hold you accountable to yourself what do you strive for yeah how do you want to portray yourself and how will that allow you to eventually help others we've then moved into collective accountability so whether it's friendship whether it's relationships how do you bring your individual accountability to then work in a wider environment let's move on to the third aspect and this is a really interesting one for me as well which i think we're going to be very excited to talk about and that's collective accountability in more than let's say two people so a friendship group that would maybe five six seven whatever it is there's that very famous quote what is it like you are a product of almost like the five or ten people that you surround yourself with mm. the most that could not be more accurate and i'm a firm believer that over time the people that you surround yourself with the most are the people that are going to bring either the best out in you or the fucking worst out in you. Mm. And people need to recognize how important your circle is. I've had experiences in the past where I thought I've had friends and now reflecting on it, it's like not to say that I wasn't friends with them, but they just weren't serving me. 
Or it was just on a very superficial level. Very superficial level. Mm. And over time, whether that comes with maturity, about finding a little bit more out yourself, you begin to realize that the people that you talk to every single day, the people you mix with, is so important to your progression Mm. individually, but also collectively as well. Let's move into this. We're very lucky in the sense that we work with eight to 10 people Mm. and they're now becoming our best friends as well. And we've managed to form this circle of accountability Mm. collectively as a duo, as individuals, but also as a wider friendship sort of group. Elaborate on that. Um, Yeah, I mean, the whole circling it back to one of the very first things we said was, you know, upholding your standards. I think it's it's hard to find, you know, a, a wider friendship group other than maybe kind of the one or two people that you choose to spend all your time with. Mm. Um, You know, a collection of people that are looking out for you in that aspect, who want the best for you, where it's not a power play between all of you, like trying to scramble to the top, who's going to be the most successful, um, who's going to make the most money or, you know, whatever your values are. Um, And and I think, well, we we are lucky, I think, because I, I feel like we have a group of people that, you know, we have, you've got that trust, you've got that honesty, you call each other out on your shit and you clap for each other when you have successes. Um, but it's, it's a hard thing to find. It's a hard balance to find. Do you not think it returns to that thing that we we're talking about, collective accountability of trusting someone to the utmost? Mm. Like I feel the people that I'm very close to now, I trust them with my life. Mm. So I know when either I'm receiving praise or I'm receiving constructive criticism, I know it's for the right purpose. It's out of love. So I can surrender myself to the fact that these people are either feeding me with love or feeding me with a little nudge being like, mate, like you need to sort it out a yeah. little bit. But again, it comes down to trust. It comes down to being vulnerable with the people closest to you. Yeah. And it comes down to being open and honest enough to communicate with each Mm. other where you're not going to be judging one another yeah i feel like with friendship groups nowadays people are very scared to express themselves so people often you know be friends with people or they'll be in these friendship circles where it's almost like they're trying to please one another do you know what Mm. i mean it's almost this culture of like let's try and please each other. But why are you trying to please someone? You just need to be who you are. And that's fear of maybe being judged. That's maybe fear of- Being rejected. You know, being rejected, mm. whatever it is. But I feel like the more you can grow into yourself and the more sure you are about, again, being accountable to yourself. Mm. Who are you? What do you strive for? How does that feed in to then your friendship circle? If you, are so in tune with the way that you want to be as an individual, the likelihood is is that you will attract the same people towards Mm, you. Because they'll buy into that. They'll buy into that. But if you're not really sure who you are, if you're you're spending all your time trying to please others, Mm. you're going to attract wrong people. And we're we're also very lucky that we've been able to attract the right people. But it's come at a process of trial and error. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've all had those times where we've had those friendships. Not to say that my friendship circle has very much changed in from when I was at university and school to where it is now. And it's not to say that I dislike individuals. Mm. I've just become aware of who serves me and who yeah. I see out for a drink and I spend time with on a night out, but I don't need to interact with those people every single day because mm. they're not feeding into my mission and my vision and to what I want mm. to eventually end up with and as. You know what I mean? Mm. I kind of feel like people are scared to almost, I wouldn't say end relationships, but they're scared to be quite, you know, matter of frank. 
Do you know what I mean? That, well, yeah, scared to put distance between themselves and people that maybe don't serve them as much anymore or don't mm. keep them accountable or don't aren't honest with them. Because um, the risk is that you either end up with a load of people around you who just tell you everything you do is great, which is never going to help you grow, uh, or a load of people who constantly criticise you, which, you know, is devastating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely finding your people, finding your your tribe finding your tribe I like Mm. that if you were to give anyone advice I was listening now on how they can improve accountability what would you say someone's like out Mm. there right now they're struggling to find their purpose and I'm not saying that look we don't need to all find that value it's hard okay you might not find it but in terms of staying accountable to yourself if someone was saying is I need to find accountability I need to I need to you know tune in with myself Mm. What would you say to them? I would say that it it's not one giant epiphany that happens overnight. Um, it's a very step-by-step process. And I would aim for one thing every day that's gonna serve your purpose. Just one, one thing. Don't write a list of 35,000 things and expect to achieve them all in one week or one month. It's literally every single day, just choose that one thing and think, yep, that's going to serve my future or you know my purpose or who I want to be in a year's time in five years time in 10 years time just that one thing keep it small keep it simple love that and let's talk about collectiveness as well Mm -hmm. let's say again there must be so many couples out there there must be so many people with friendships that it's almost again let's go back to that word the honest confrontation how I feel like you're so good at being quite confrontational but in a very positive way Mm. if that makes sense if something's on your mind then you'll say it yeah so someone's out there they're struggling right now with that what would you say to them in terms Mm. of how to fix that I think it's um, it took me a while to understand this as well but understanding that all confrontation isn't negative no um, and there's nothing wrong with asking questions so it doesn't have to be you know someone's attacking you or you're attacking somebody um, by wanting the best for them Um, And I think it's learning to have discussions um, and acknowledging without reacting. I like that. Collectively, if you need to trim the fat, all right? (laughs) Let's say you've got a friendship group, you're fucking fed up with them, all right? (laughs) You need to trim the fat, you need to make some changes. How do you do that? Uh, Without the fear of feeling judged. Because this is it. We live in a world of fear nowadays, okay? Mm. People play on each other's insecurities. It takes a special type of person to have the nerve to be like, you know what? I don't need you guys anymore in my life right now. Or to walk away and to stand up and believe in the values that they eventually want to portray. Yeah. So if you need to trim the fat, what do you need to do? Or how do you do it? Uh, It is hard, isn't it? It's... Um, you just really need to you need to value you need to think about how much you value your own time um, and you need to I think some, something I always well before I met you actually something I always used to say to um, Connor who's a good friend of ours um, and he will agree with this um, is that you know no one the only people that you should want to hang out with is other people that you know, are more valuable to hang out than yourself. So if you don't enjoy being around a group of people or a specific person more than you do enjoy your time alone, then cut it. There's n- there's no point. 
you only want to be around those people that make you feel better who you know who help you grow i like that got to get ruthless out there guys mm, yeah savage. so this is what it is Cut accountability <laughs> this is it accountability is a sense of ownership and if you can seize that ownership individually first then anything else you do whether it's in a relationship friendship and a collective wider circle you will draw the right people towards you you will generate that energy that that is needed to not only fulfill your potential as an individual but as a collective as well and once you find that circle i can't tell you the fucking power that comes with it like you feed off one another like i feed off you i feed mm. off your energy like i need mm. you to enhance everything else which i do now and it's such a nice feeling so oh, all yeah. i can say is that take the time to soul search a little bit find your why find the passions find your values find that accountability within and then everything else should fall into place mm. i'm going to leave it there so is thanks very much for being on the show let's go cook some food <laughs> and enjoy covid19 <laughs> lockdown for what it is um yeah guys look uh, any questions on this message either is or myself and we look forward to seeing you on episode four cheers